Greetings, my name is Johnny Recker, and you're listening to Demon Days, an actual play podcast with a focus on fiends and the friends who play them. I'd like to start our show by thanking our regular sponsor, Arknight, whose maps, props, and minis bring our game to life. I want to draw your attention to Kilowatt and her awesome show art. Seriously, go check it out. Finally, we couldn't make our show without Michaela Garrison's fantastic audio editing. I'm really sorry about all the ums. Listen. In anticipation for meeting all of you at various cons this year, we brought a ton of Demon Days logo stickers to hand out. Turns out 2020 had other plans. They're burning a hole in our pockets, and we hear that the post office could use the help, so here's the deal. Write us a review on your favorite podcast service, take a screen grab, and send that and an address to thesedemondays at gmail.com. That's with a Z, just like our Twitter handle. We know that some of you folks are a few episodes behind, so our plan is to keep this promotion going until all the stickers we currently have in stock are gone. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. Stay safe out there. We love you. And now, on to today's episode. Friends, fiends! When last we spoke, our favorite tiefling decided to put a plank of wood to the test and found out that they could open an abyssal portal using their blood. Wicked cool, am I right? Well, I have more story along those lines. But first, I need to see a lot more flagons of hell here at my table. You'd think after so many repeat visits, you'd learn. Anyway, let's jump right back into these demon days. Fetter, you know first. You see Reese just standing there. He caught the tail end of you guys as he was coming down to deliver a message, and he's just blinking. It's gone, right? There's not a single angry monk in this entire place. Yeah. All right, well, are we all going up? Taz, you want to go up? What are we doing? Of course. He uh, says the one who drew the bird can see him. Not my companions. No. He wants the fellow bird. Taz, you okay with that? How do you guys feel? I mean... I mean, if you would like to come, I I won't budge. Are you okay with us being there? I didn't know if this was... You wanted to have a private chat with him or not. I'm okay with either option, but it's really up to you. If you you two feel like you want to be there. Well, he doesn't want us there, so if... We're going to make a, de- a big deal out of it. Then I just, it seems it's kind of your thing. So, like, you know me. I'd always like to be in the room. I'm pretty good at fucking hearing when folks are full of shit. And he seems, like, properly full of shit. So, but, you know, you can, you know. It's, it's a boat that either needs to be rocked or it doesn't. So how do you feel about tipping it over? I'm fine tipping it over. But what we're saying is I feel like we might be able to get more of a mutual understanding, perhaps if there was room to negotiate for only one of us to accompany. Yeah, we'll go for it. I mean, yeah, I'm well, if that's the case. Take him. He's much better at this than me. OK, I turn to Reese from our, our little huddle. I tell him I'm 
I will come, but I will be bringing one of my companions. He sighs. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'll escort you both up, and we'll see. Oh, okay. And he starts to head toward it. Let's get this over with. I'm gonna drink this potion of giant, giant strength. Sure. Because otherwise, I don't think I'm getting up there. My my athletics is plus zero. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, do you, then you should fucking take this thing. If, you know, and then if I don't make it up. Oh, no, you've got a negative one. You should take it. Yeah, but we need to get no, no, you no, up no, there no, properly. No, no. Um, I'll either I mean, this will give you. I'll make Reese carry me. Yeah. Reese does a double take like what? Or you carry me. <laughs> yeah, like I I drink the thing and then drag you up there. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Yeah. We can still have a Fezzik moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll, and then that just that gives me a 25 strength, which is a plus seven for the next hour. Okay. Nice. You feel like, you feel really, uh, oof. You feel pretty strong there. And this is going to be four right. athletic, so more strength-based. I mean, I'll try. Let's see, we'll see what we got here. I'm going to post up John below to catch if I need to. Okay. Cool, John. What am I rolling? Let's see. Four, yeah, athletics checks. So four right. to cover four major points of travel up the tower. Okay. Gotta kind of simplify it a bit. First one's 26. Second one's okay. 13. Okay. The third one's 19. Fourth one is 17. Thank you, Potion of Fire Giant Strength. That's definitely going to be good. Uh, Taslin, what's, what's yours? He'll probably have to grab me on the second one because I got 12, 7, 16, and 2. Okay. For the 7 one, let's see. Fedor, what was your what was your second one? My second one was 13. 13? Yeah. 7. That's probably the main pain point, and Reese is around to also assist. Between his help, he rolled pretty high on that section, too. Fedor and Reese are able to help you, Teslin, get past that hump. Okay. And it does take a little while. This is not quite like the ropes that you both tried, even Fedor. You immediately you're <laughs> maybe on that third that third rung of this about three quarters of the way up. Mm -hmm. You're like, what did I do? Maybe I should just let her go up there herself. <laughs> <laughs> but you make it, and you guys. Get He's it. used to exerting himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you guys make it up, and when you get inside. The first thing you notice is that it does look, the place looks different than the floor, the library that you were in before. Because the library in, inside was bright. There was a couple of different holes for light to come in and you could see there was a, some great vis visibility there. Here, it's a little bit more subdued. You see sheer cloth drop draped around everywhere. Like you might find in a canopy bed. This place is a, lot, a little bit more cushy. Uh, you see cushions lined the ground. You smell incense mixed with a few other fruits and herbs and you see a light haze around, and it does relax your vision a little bit. Uh, Federer, you get the sense that this, there's a lot here to just calm anyone visiting, but it's not strong enough to be influential, at least to you guys. And toward the farthest wall, you see a more pronounced space that's cordoned off with thicker drapes. Federer, you notice it first. You see Chaliton in there, sitting cross-legged, and just in almost like a Zen meditation. Tazlin, you feel it? Fetter, you, you sense another presence sitting to his left. A, a figure that looks like it's robed, but it's a dark figure that doesn't seem to move. And Chaliotin, you hear, I said only the one. 
And Reese is like, apologies. Be gone, Reese. And Reese leaves you. Command you too. Well, if this isn't a pouting den, I don't know what is. There's a sign on the door that says pouting den and drow. (laughs) (laughs) And John, I'm just gonna, like, just to get it out of the way, I'm doing an eye for detail on anything hidden or whatever in here. Oh, hey, and I rolled a nat 20, too. Oh, like, the only thing that you're, you're, you see maybe a few lesser servants that are attendants off to the side that are keeping an eye on things. You notice that there's some more of a library section off to the side. There's a few other things that are a little bit more hidden. You do see a monk with a, a two monks off to the side with weapons just at the ready. They are pointed at you. Uh, they weren't prepared for the extra person, and they just are pacing as you guys walk in. Fetter, you catch that, and the thing that catches your attention more, though, than them is the figure sitting next to Chaliton, who, for some reason, in your brain, it's like the space they're taking feel like they, if they feel wrong. They're, they're, they're throwing up the spidey sense, as it were, because it's it feels unnatural, but you don't sense an immediate threat. Mm-hmm. Just they're wrong in the space. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just like letting Taslin take the lead, and I'm just keeping an eye on stuff. Yeah. Taslin, as you get closer, you know pretty quickly that the figure sitting next to Chaliton is the Raven Queen. Mm. As you get closer, she cocks her head up as you get close and cocks it back down to the, the cushion seat off to Chaliton's, what did I say? She was on the left, right, the other, the opposite end of her. And he motions, it would seem we have a common friend. It would seem. And apparently you're on a regular talking basis? Well... It's more of that she came around this time. You like to pop up in the strangest times and places. Just could be a little bit more helpful. Just saying. It could be a laugh what you hear, but it's like a faint, like a sigh that feels laugh. <laughs> feels like a laugh in terms of its cadence. My, my collected children, my champions together. Dark times. Infernal machinations. Chaitan closes his eyes. You sit, I guess. Make yourself comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Taz go forward. I'm just going to lean in back a bit. Like, if they're all seated, I'm standing behind her off to, you know, off her left shoulder. Well, Chaitan pops in. Do I need to be here for... And she just looks at him and he stops. And then looks back to... Well, she doesn't look away from him. But you both, you and Chalitin, hear this. Feather, you don't hear anything. It's just a long moment of silence. That's enough from you. You sealed your fate. Live with it. Your end is clear. Then she suddenly turns to you, whip quick. And that's all, like, she's all you can see. You finally start to see white form around where her face would be. Belial. Belial. Is no more. Fierna hunts his children and his children's children to usurp prophecy. Wait, what? Shh. Yes. Movement. Death. Sudden ripples in the hells. The children of Belial are but on a knife's edge. The Sheshire and a duchess in trouble. My champion on a knife edge. The hunted. I cannot stay much longer. I must go away for a time. And she starts to fade a bit. 
and before you notice it, you just see drapery as the cloth just kind of falters down. I kind of, like, as she's starting to fade, I'm like, oh, nope, nope. And I, like, try and, like, lean forward and grab the form. I don't know if... It doesn't do anything. I, so I just fall forward. <laughs> yeah. Fetter, at a, given her slow cadence, maybe about two, three minutes of saying that, like, there's a silence for you. And you see both uh, Chalitan and Taslin are out of it. Mm. In the sense of, uh, like, a, one might be in a seance or a meditation, just... They are present, but they're not present. And then suddenly with a, a jerk making motion, she Tazlin falls forward and reaches and it's like, no, 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 no. And you, you see Chalitan even burst back like, fuck. God damn it. Ugh. I, w- I wish she wouldn't do that. What was all that then? She's infuriating. Yeah. <sighs> what was the secret message? Be sure and drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? <laughs> <laughs> a crummy commercial? Son of a bitch. She was just talking about the Kool-Aid man. That's really it. No. I went out to face the world again. Wiser. <laughs> Is she helpful with any of your questions ever? No. <laughs> well, roundabout. That last message to me... That you're an asshole? Yes. Seems pretty contextual and makes sense. <laughs> And I just chortle a little bit. Just a little one. (laughs) The magenta eyes flick in your direction and pop back. Yes, and I'm an asshole. Mm -hmm. Apparently, a dead one. Yours, though. Yeah, part of why I went my own path was because of this. Never thought she'd actually show back up. I kind of look at the other monks that have their weapons and stuff like that. And I turn to him and I'm like, I'm clearly not the threat. You know who is going to seal your fate. He is not a threat. He's here for me. I would like to speak plainly plainly with you, but I won't do it while they're here with weapons. (laughs) Roll a persuasion. With advantage. I was going to say, persuasion is like one of my best skills. Put that skill to the test. 22. Thank God for for uh, advantage, though, because uh, I rolled a one, <laughs> and then I rolled a <laughs> and then I rolled a sixteen. So actually, that would be <laughs> dang. I'll be twenty four. You got enough, but I was, I was close. <sighs> he sighs, and he with a a gesture, a flick of the wrist, he motions them to stand down. And when they don't immediately do it, he sternly does it and then leave. And they do. They begrudgingly leave. And they pass by Fetter, just giving him the eye, giving the whole situation the eye, but mm-hmm. they don't. They take their opportunity to just... As they're walking out, as they're walking out, when he does that, I'm also yeah. kind of like, yeah, I know he's eye candy. Keep going. <laughs> Fuck off. He seemed to say. <laughs> I'll just wank at the second one. Boop. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> they weren't ready for that, but they do leave. And yeah, now it is just the three of you. A Fetter, Taslin. Like the federal agents in Portland. Oh. <laughs> Topical. We don't know we don't know what to do with the naked Athena in front of us. I just aw. <laughs> I will answer what you wish. What do you know about Fernia and her writers? Or writer, really. But the planal writers. I know that Fierna has her posse of soldiers that 
do her bidding. They are the extra element in my travels. I have read up on it. I don't keep any of that literature here. But just enough to know that they are kind of her strike team. I pull out the book Mm -hmm. when he kind of says that and open it up to the torn pages. I'm just kind of like, I don't necessarily believe you. Ah, my complicated relationship with Raven Queen. He uh, stands up slowly, walks over to uh, a section shelf behind and pulls some mostly ruined but torn pages and throws them at you. Like, just tosses them down at your feet. These are her pages. Well, he's over there and, and like, I'm going to take a, a look at what else is on that bookshelf. If I can kind of tell, you know, what other tomes are present. I don't pick up the pages. I do notice that Fetter's going over there. I just kind of, like, I, Charlatan, and Charlton. I don't know how to say his name. We're just <laughs> I wrote it down. Chal-Yutan. It's Chal-Yutan. Chal-Yutan. Charlemagne. I am in... <laughs> <laughs> I used to get that all the time in Menzo Barons and <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> if you hid these pages, where are the other books? And what else are you hiding? Well, the book you have, the pages I gave you, are what I could get. She, in her infuriating way, has taken everything else. <sighs> I ripped those in anger, but also a misplaced sense of The thing that I've been doing lately that seems to not work at all, of just keeping things close to the chest, protecting others from knowledge. Federer, as you're looking around, you see a lot more books behind him and where you're searching on drow and their culture, their histories, journals, and uh, texts written, some that seem like they were written by him, that seem more documentational. Mm -hmm. Maybe not by him necessarily, but someone wrote down journals and date dates and entries and things like that. You get a sense that this is a very personal library. You get hierarchies, uh, histories of Lolth, uh, Lolth's connection to the Abyss, paths to get to the Abyss, the influence of Lolth throughout, like stuff that seems very specific to him. I swear to God, John. <laughs> very specific to his, his uh, background, his upbringing. It's stuff you're able to pause it pretty quickly. Like, this guy's got a complicated history with his kind. Mm-hmm. And then you see a few books of the more towards the infernal, more devilish, the hierarchies. Not stuff you haven't seen before, but stuff that you're like, oh, of course you would censor this from your students. Mm-hmm. The detailing of the hells and some basics of who's in charge, even down to like who used to be in charge before. And Federer, you cross a a book that's just called uh, Cania. It's just written in text on there. And other than that, you don't see anything else. And Do I know what Cania refers to? Do... Uh, History? Yeah. Uh, not great. Only a four. Womp womp. Uh, other than just that it is the eighth layer of the hell. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm from. But do I get the sense as I'm kind of perusing that it's uh, of a certain... T- um, quality this book like it might have something I'd want in it even though I don't really know what Kanye is you get a sense a sense about it mm-hmm. it feels a little bit magical sure more so than the other books there's like a a vibe I don't know what do you think should I try to swipe it <laughs> swipe or no swiping no swipey do all the swiping 
All right. I mean, the the, the thing Swipe that... Swipe to the lift. Swipe to the The sad lift. thing about my rogue build, guys, is my sleight of hand isn't great. You'd think it would be. I'll just kind of look at Taz and and kind of eye the book and see if, if she thinks I should swipe it, I'll swipe it. I kind of give him just like slight the slightest wink. Cool. And then I'll... Uh... <laughs> the Al Swearingen nod. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. In an attempt to like have a little bit of a distraction, Chortle mm-hmm. over there, I'm just going to call him Chortle. <laughs> I just very go. I'm a Pokemon. All right. You want to try this again? Tell me what you actually know. Fernia, the Plano Writers. I will try to swipe at John when he looks the most distracted. Sure. As he begins talking, you kind of sense your opportunity and hone in on that. No, not great. Uh Uh-oh. That's a seven. Can he get advantage because I'm distracting him? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's see what this other one is. Oh, yeah, that's much better. That's a do-do-do, 18. (laughs) Woo! Sure, yeah. Fierna, from what I know, brought the Hellfire Riders in as a means of control, but protection. There is a prophecy about her. He thinks, he gives a minute of pause. This prophecy states that the queen of pain and pleasure shall spurn her lover and seed the hell with his ashes. She'll seek to replace him, but her replacement shall follow from his root. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But with the actions of the Hellfire Riders, the activity of that particular level, it seems like there's movement in a way that there was with Avernus. Things are moving. Things are happening, but I don't know more than this, what I'm presenting you now. As far as the activity goes, all I know is that each layer of hell seems to be moving to some end, but it doesn't, it's not all connected or doesn't seem to be connected. And I don't know how much our, how much we really even need to be a part of it here in our Southern tip of this continent. My path one day, assuming I live long enough, deals with my people, my kind, but that is not looking likely. Did what the Raven Queen say have anything to do with you? Did she say something different to you? After that whole big deal about, you know, being a dumbass and sealing your fate? No. There was more of that amongst the thing about Belial and Fierna and names I don't know and children of children. Well... And I kind of say this a little bit slowly just to make sure that Fetter kind of really hears this part. Belial being dead mm-hmm. is a big shakeup in the hells, at least in Phlegathos. Yeah, it's bad. I'm not there. Just from the window. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just hear, what? Tim Allen? Uh, what? Shit! <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he heard me going. I'm sorry. What? Because <laughs> I did say that out loud when she when she first said that. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Something has started. This Belial, Lace's mother, who knows what else is happening in the house. But if they're moving, something started it. And you're 
absolutely no help. You could have been helpful. You could have told Lisa the truth. He nods in that sort of, I could have, yes. Like, in a sort of, I would have done it again sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Great. I really hope she kicks your ass. And that's exactly why she's going to kill you. I say that with like a little head tilt and a smile. You have, you have no clue how strong she is, mate. You really don't. I hope to be surprised. It's really shitty that you made her feel terrible about who she was her entire life. Well, yes, it was. Is there like an elevator out of here? (laughs) There is no elevator or lift down. Great. But he points off to the corner. There is some rope. Have at it. Fun. Taz, you want a hand? And we'll take the rope down. Yeah. I so wish each of you had a ring of feather fall right now where you could just turn I know. Like, <laughs> I wish either that or, like, right. I'm really missing the fly spell that I have on other characters. Oh, sure. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys make your way down, and you can see as you're climbing down. You know, on the way down, it's a lot easier compared to going up, but you start to see that the sun is starting to head downward. Oh, as, as we're, like, going out the window, I just yell back at him, have fun in your pout, Den. You get maybe about halfway down here. Thanks. <laughs> that man runs a death cult. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> and yeah, you reach the bottom, and uh, Yusuf's there just <laughs> waiting for you guys, and Vanessa's still there as well, but she's more, like, just recovering. It's like, right. catching her breath. I don't know. How do we feel? Do we want to head back to the ship, regroup quickly, chat a bit, and then... I think maybe after that conversation, we shouldn't stay around here, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, if we do want to try to catch this caravan, I feel like time is a bit of the essence. So, Yusuf, you good? Yeah, I'm great. So, learn anything good? Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk on the boat, yeah? And I just kind of flash Taz a look. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, and yeah, you guys make your way back to the key, and then with Vanessa, Drago's there too, but he, he finished up what he's doing, and... You all make your way back to the boat. And you are on the Phoenix Blade for now, as the sun starts to dip. Right, uh, let's chat amongst ourselves first, and then we'll talk to dear old Dad. How's that sound? Or we want to see what the captain's deal is first? Well, I think trying to see if there's any way that we can get provisions a little bit faster, or how soon we can get the boat going, the ship going. Versus traveling by land. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're going to take their four. Maybe we check in with them first, see what the deal is. Yeah, let's do that. They make your way to the captain's quarters of the boat. He's going over some paperwork and not particularly paying too much attention to it. It's getting on in the evening, so he's kind of losing his focus on that. And he sees you approach and get to the doorway. Just the distraction he needs. Well, hello. Hey, Pops. Uh... Glad to see you guys. Hey, what's going on? I feel like uh, we got an update, but why don't you... You seem to want to do a chat. What's going on? Oh, yes. The brief version of it is this might be where we have to part our ways, depending on your goals and giving it some thought, especially given that we are not sharing our technology with anyone. And as we've researched into it and looked into it, it sounds like you guys are right on the money. We might be good to just get out of here. So that might be not what you guys' plans are. So... I guess the big question is, where do you intend to go? What do you intend to do? And do we need to be there for it? We're on our way towards the, um, the cult. The cult responsible for our seeming abduction is, um, 
setting up shop here, Yusufers, uh, Yusufers Fall, as we suspected. We've got a tip that they're moving some equipment inland towards the tower to theoretically build another fucking torture machine like you saw at the tower and like we saw at our first tower. We want to intercept and destroy, or at least delay that, and then push forward towards the fall and try to get a sense of what the fuck's going on. After that, we're probably headed west. There's another tower and, um, you know, mom's headed that way. I mean, that's the long and short of it. If the riders find us at some point in between, meh. At some point, we probably need to get to Sky Point. But, I mean, did I speak Did I speak out of turn, gang? I mean, that's the broad strokes, yeah? Sorry, real quick. Are we talking... Are we talking to Horatio or are we talking to... Yeah, Drago's there. He shows up as you're talking. So you... As you start slipping in the dad stuff. Yeah. It's because you've noticed he's arrived. But he's also not intruded. Okay. I mean, I haven't spoken... I haven't spoken out of turn, gang, yeah? That's kind of the big picture at this point? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. I won't lie, Captain. It would be great to be able to... Because, I mean, I'm assuming we're planning on trying to find the fourth tower after we're done here. Yeah. It would be amazing to have the transport of this ship to get from one place to another flying. I mean, it's there's it's a night and day difference of being able to, to hit everything all at once. But if you do have to leave, obviously. Yeah, where would you go? What, where, where, what are your plans? I will say, if you all are hunting the writers, having me here, they'll come to you. Hmm. That is true. The thing I worry about is just our noticeability. It seems like you're dealing with some more clandestine operations. And if that's the name of the game, us coming in with a big flying ship that makes a boom boom as it lands might cause a stir. Might alert undo to your presence. But also, there are more things to find. There are more forces to deal with out there. For all we know, there could be Githyanki or anything along those lines that we have to deal with. And it would be nice to be able to chart our path, but I understand this is not an easy decision because we've appreciated your company. Yeah. Captain, what say you this? You've got four days to recharge our ship, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. If we head inland, do what we need to do and make it back here before the ship's in the air, maybe we catch a lift. Is that um, something you can agree upon? If we get waylaid, if we get something untoward happens, or we get sent elsewhere, we're not back when the bird's in the air, you go your way. That is acceptable. That seems like a, a very sound plan. We don't plan on staying here after we've supplied up and recharged. That's probably smart. Because uh, we don't know anyone here, and our point of ingress into this place, can't. I haven't seen her around so I don't know what the what to expect for that. She uh, she left. She has some things that she has to take care of. She's gonna go it alone. I see. So as of now, it's just the three of us. And then once you guys head off and do your thing for those few days, that does put us here in the water. This is this will work. Yes, if you guys head out. And if we don't hear from you in four days, when we've recharged, we will make our exit. We will continue to do what we need. Uh, what is your read on these people? Do we have to worry? I mean, we are... I wouldn't stay here. Okay. There's enough 
from what we've gathered, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's enough in the way of politics of this place. I don't know that it can be trusted. <sighs> That's disappointing. I agree. I mean, most of the people we've run into here seem sound, but the the leader of the order is not on the up and up. But that being said, I mean, we are going to an island. The ship is seaworthy. We can just sail there. Mm. Yeah, perhaps you can get us uh, across the uh, the inlet here. And I mean, I'll point out on the map, I mean, there's, you know, that kind of little um, Mickey Mouse-shaped inlet uh, on the west coast of, mm. you know, like the, the like three, there's like a yes. little, yeah. I'll point that out and maybe they could take us into the bay there. Yes. And or we could we could traverse the, the channel after that four days and just look for you too, if need be. Sure, on the far side? Yeah. Yeah, we could we could do a path around it while we're in the water. I can't imagine we could creatively figure out a way to sail on a sail ship while we recharge. And we could be available for a little while. Okay. Go with that way. Then that way we could all be on the move. I still have this. We still have the sig- Scoil Signal Rock, right? From Once Upon a Time. I don't think we ever used it. Oh yeah, you guys never used it. Yeah. Well, we can fire a. Oh man, our faithful listeners will let us know how terribly wrong this is. Yeah. You used it. Oh well, in that case, we have two. Yeah. Well. Just keep that as a edit. <laughs> or we'll send the bird back. No, no. I, I think you guys fired an arrow to freak out. Uh, uh yeah, the boat guy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Scoil was like. Thunk. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah, we'll find a way either, you know, we'll send word through one of our menagerie or we'll set off a flare and, yeah. Or Shadow Raven will come up and say hi. Ah. Actually, they croak. Yeah, it does seem like, though, that movement is in all our best interests. Yeah. Something's off here. Looks like our hero's time at the Monk Monastery is coming to an end. And it looks like the crew of the Phoenix Blade are itching to move along. It also looks like I'm out of ale and the bill has come due. Tell you what, let's just pretend I paid this and I'll be back next week with more stories of everyone's favorite horny heroes. Sound like a plan? Good! Anyway, come back soon and I'll give you the next chapter of these Demon Days. Kind of tinkle, uh, t- tinkles. It, it's a pissing book. <laughs> no, it, uh, it, Do the tinkle it, now. Everybody pisses. Yeah. <laughs> Pistastic. As I look up this prophecy, he, he. You're the DM god. You can make time freeze <laughs> while you look up the pro- prophecy. Mm hmm. Just hanging a lampshade on it. <laughs> oh, it's right here. I wrote it for myself. Ha <laughs> ha. This is amazing. You might, rabbit. You might. Ah oh, yes, I'm a real DM. <laughs> I started, I started writing in the chat field here, uh, in the 
to chat to you, I started writing Taslin. Nothing came up, obviously. <laughs> Swing and a miss. That's, that's how I'm into the game. This is London. Everyone's happy. I don't know what's going on. My phone has been doing things like that. I don't know why. <laughs> It did that at work out of nowhere. It was just in my pocket and started like playing things. And I was like, what is happening? But at least it's on your porn collection, you know. It's true. Look, who hasn't just accidentally left a Bluetooth connected? You know what I mean? <laughs> in the other room. Oh, we had a moment at work where uh, the computer that was upstairs when we were having like a meeting was still hooked up to the Bluetooth speaker downstairs. Uh -huh. And we were talking shit about our bosses. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> we were like, oh, God. <laughs> Love it. Um, like, uh, hopefully that's turned off. 